I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. I heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Duck? Hello, welcome to Rose Fordham. It's a fine show, goddammit. My name's Tom. I'm Travis. I'll be your Cody for this evening. Mike made it all the way here. He traveled many, many hours Very to get to my so house. Proud of you. Very far. Last right. minute. Uh, Travis left me. Cody is leaving Hawaii. There's so much happening here. So before we get into history, what's going on, everyone? How's your weeks? Terrible. Your, your week is terrible? I lost my, my fucking broke my tooth. Oh, yeah. You broke your tooth again. Yeah. yeah. You look hot. I look very British. <laughs> I, I keep seeing this trend online now about girls trying to make the gap in their teeth bigger and by yeah, shoving well, shit in it. I, I, well, yeah, I don't like that. put like a screwdriver in there. Yeah, so maybe you're, you're just on trend, Mike. I'm, that's what I, I like to be very trendy. So, yeah. so what kind of screwdriver did you shove in your mouth to get that out? Uh, a very hard bagel. <laughs> why was it very delicious one? I will why say. Why was it hard? Very, it was ruined immediately. One of those Phillips head bagels. It wasn't. Hard. It was. It was like. A nice crispy, like you know, like a nice bagel, like you know what I mean. From, from New York, you know what I'm talking about, like the fucking. It, they're still kind of tough. They're not like super soft, you know what I mean? Yeah, if you pick them up at 11 a.m., they've been sitting out since four in the morning. <laughs> they're well, still soft, well, uh, technically fresh yeah. in the middle. The outer, uh, the outer bit of a bagel, the crust, it can get. So, rest in peace, your. Tooth. Front of My your tooth head. cap, yeah. <laughs> yeah I thought the thing. cream cheese would like you know ooze the fucking. The, That's uh, not how physics work. No, yeah, it dude. didn't. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> it, it, the tooth actually uh, blended into the cream cheese. I swallowed it. So. Mike, I want to <laughs> swallow it. Yeah. I want to see you eat a crab, like where you're just like, <laughs> oh. oh, dude, it's so. I can't. So soft on the to... inside, so you just bite through that shell, dog. Have you ever heard of a soft shell uh, a crab burger where they they yeah. just yes that is the most insane fucking thing I love dude it. them shits are delicious oh. it's a fucking crab just microwaved on a burger <laughs> I love it's it just, what the fuck oh dude that's so good that's like the laziest shit I've ever seen <laughs> you try breading something and try to, to pass it off as not a spider yeah, yeah. that's how the fisherman uh, caught how the fuck it. are you supposed to eat you know that what I mean shit. he had a bun in each hand and just clamped down really quickly in the sound. You microwave it, and make it all Damn. soft. I don't know really, how do you eat that. I don't know, dude. That shit just happens, man. Well, I'm glad that you're uh, alive. Thank you. And you survived the trauma with some casualty, I suppose. I didn't even make a post about it. That's how brave I was. Dude, that's good. I was that's just, good. I didn't even have to make a post so about brave. it. Get sympathy. I just moved on. Nice. Actually, I did make a. All right, never mind. I made a Twitter post about. You it. did make a Twitter post. Right, okay. So yeah. did, Scratch all that. Something. You're you're a weak-handed yes. bitch. Um, speaking of moving on, Travis, how is Portland returning? Oh, Portland's hot as fuck right now. It's like over a hundred degrees, and it's not nice. But I was able to make that trip across the states. Yeah. Five five days, pollen in my dick. <laughs> um, but I do have one story. I, I didn't really get to do much because I had the cat in the car. You can't right. you can't really do much when there, you have a cat in the car. Guys, do we have time for this story? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. As someone that so is for, also traveling with a cat, I know Travis. So first Ugh. off, I'm sorry, Zwick. I didn't. I did not get to see Zwick because the cat was freaking out and shitting and 
yelling. Zwick, uh, Zwick lying, really Zwick. reacted like that. <laughs> but uh, so the I just booked it all the way through uh, Minnesota, and it was getting dark. I had booked a hotel that said pet friendly in Montana. Uh oh. Go, go to the hotel. I'm like, yo, I got a cat, and they're like, we don't take cats, just dogs. Dude, what the fuck Ooh. is up with that? I've experienced some of that, too. Yeah, and I'm just like, dude, I already booked the hotel, and your shit says pet-friendly. This is like the third hotel I booked. No problems. So it's, it, was, it was in the town of Glendive, Montana. Fuck that place. Fuck that town. Uh, wow, well... I have family that lives there, yo. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah so, Me, too. Well, yeah, fuck your family. So you then I booked another. Uh, sure, yeah, so. I booked another hotel, the Holiday Inn. Usually very pet friendly. Didn't have any pet rooms. Wasn't a holiday, I see. So yeah. and there, that was like almost all of the hotels in this town. So I had to. My girlfriend called, like the next closest town over hotel it was a Motel Eight or whatever, and I had to drive through the most <laughs> dangerous pass of Montana in pitch black. And while I'm driving. There's, I see flashing lights up ahead, and there's this like emergency vehicle, and it's just like, I pulled over. The guy was there. I was like, "Can I go past you?" He's like, "Yeah, just go slow." And uh, so I, I drive past him, and I just see this like ruined car that must have flipped over from the other side of the road, and a cop Holy like fuck. looking over the guardrail, and I just like crunched over like all this broken glass and plastic. I'm like, this is nice. fun. I'm doing 80 in pitch black to try to get, and the cat's freaking out. I fuck up. <laughs> well, we know what happened to that person. They were listening to the show, yes. and they should have been paying attention. And they, we obviously said something either so interesting or so funny that they forgot to it must have been it. So sorry, dude, uh, that your own podcast did that to someone. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up, Travis. You're a bad person for that. Also, yeah. Did you end up sleeping in a Walmart parking lot? Because that's a possibility. It was close. It was the Motel Eight. Right. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Motel Eights, Cody, yeah. how are you Good. doing? Good. I'm doing great. Pardon the shitty internet. Uh, I'm on the road still. I'm in Austin, um, gentlemen. I like received like an amazing crash course on like stand up comedy because like. It was like the first night I was here, the people I was hanging out with just wanted to get a drink. And the bar we were getting a drink in had like a free stand-up hour. And I was like, oh, this will be a huge treat. What could go wrong? Literally like the first com- like the first comic comes up and just says like, sup F-slurs to the entire audience. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, wow. This is the real shit. This is like training wheels off free comedy hours shit. Like, holy fuck. Great. And this guy, I, I don't know what was going on, but like this guy just like kept throwing that out. And he was, I'll just say it. He looked like some white kid trying to do Richard Pryor. And it was really not appropriate. Didn't feel good at all. And this guy just, stayed on the mic for like what felt like a half an hour and it was just like no wonder these are free but i i i I learned valuable lessons on that night of uh of uh getting here from uh 
you know, the other place where they didn't do that. Well, Cody, well, you're going to have a valuable lesson in barbecue before you leave. You have to. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to yeah, eat all the barbecue. Yeah. It's good. It's good for the bones. You shoot a gun down there yet? I would shoot a gun. <laughs> barbecue bones. Very nice. I've not uh, shot a gun look, yet, Mike. Oh, well, look, Cody, next time you see one of those free comedy hours, I hope that you participate. I hope you get a five. I need a, I need a tight five. I, I, sh- I should stop walking around without, without a fucking tight five in my pocket. It is like fucking. Yeah, man. It's easy. Anyone could do stand up. It's literally the easiest uh, thing in the I world. I know. I just. Podcasting uh, is difficult. Yeah. I'm just nervous all the time. Because of, you might yeah. drop an F slur? I just. I don't know. I get like uh, stage fright. I. You know what? If a guy came up. I get like a comedy. Lisp, I get like a lisp going. I get my dry mouth going. You have like that tooth whistle now. Yeah. So it's fun. <laughs> so but, my uh, but sincerely, if a guy went up and said that hello f slurs i would laugh i don't think i would be it, laughing for the reason he intended yeah, me yeah. to be laughing but the, that would be very funny it was very like people are laughing but you can already hear like the karens echoing like oh my god did he just say something like did he just say the f slur but like the weird right. thing is like when he dropped that i'm like oh is that like some weird like off kilter punchline i missed and I'm like, no, it couldn't have been that. It's the first thing he said. There was no setup. He just, yeah. he just, he just did that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot the first raw. half of the joke. Sup, um, Tom? How's great. your week, dog? Sup, baggage, baggage, baggage. Swick, put a delay on that. <laughs> um, so it echoes. Guys, oh, no. my week was I, I was interesting. I um, a lot of work related stuff. Um, I don't know if I could disclose things, but things are getting different in my life. Very stressed out. So uh, last Wednesday, I was very sick. Um, and it's because I read an email from a Korean person oh, no. um, that sent me into a conniption fit. Um, what does that mean? It basically means that I requested my client deliver something to me, oh. um, you, you know, to throw me a bone. Easy. <laughs> Anyone could do this. Hey, just make sure you do this next time. And they go, no. So I, <laughs> you should just when that happens, just send them the Gangnam Style video. Yeah, that's what's going to happen next time. But anyway, um, there has been a lot of internal fighting. Um, really, yes. and that's really a very riveting moment in any company's history. Now, I <sighs> excuse me. Um, so yeah, I've been in the middle of that. Uh, I was sick the following day, legitimately sick. That's why this got pushed back so much. Wow. Um, I was throwing up. I was oh oh oh, my life is bad. But then I realized Why are you doing this. It's good. It's good because yeah. I oh, have all okay. the leverage here. There you go. Yeah. Look on the bright side. So I big pause or like that song. So yeah, I've opened up the dialogue. Things are changing. I'm gonna run a company. Basically, it's gonna be hilarious. Hey. <laughs> okay. Um. With that being said, I'm secretly me? working for BTS. I w- actually work for BET. Oh. And they said oh. they didn't like that bit. Um, with the second guy Cody saw. Because Cody told me before, they were like, we don't like this. This is not going on Park Ave. Uh, no, 106 no. Park or whatever. Anyway, yeah. guys, enough of that. Zwick, tidy that up because I don't that even know if I want to share my week that much, okay? Um, another part of my week is tonight's... Paired guest. I'm going to call him a guest because I don't think anyone's ever talked about this guy before. Wait, we have a um, dead guest? Yes. We, we have a dead guest. Uh, that's who we're guest? bringing in. He's really a guest? He's really a guest. Um, I'll be speaking on his behalf. In all seriousness, who the fuck is John Tyler? 
I don't know. Steven Tyler's brother, so I'm thinking. Steven Tyler's Steven brother, good one. Brother. I I think that he deshells shrimp down in the harbor. Who told you? Yeah. Well, that's pretty close. He's the tenth president of these United States. Oh, uh, he is overly forgettable. Yeah. He had zero cultural impact. Even his name is boring. Vibes. Um, he's the first vice president to take over as acting president, oh. and he was referred to by his um, political constituents or whatever colleagues, um, co- colleagues what are, all these other folks. They all called him his accidency. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> oh. very rude of them. That's good. Yeah, it's very rude. Bad points. You're gonna see. This is kind of a mundane script uh, because I kept falling asleep while researching this guy. Sorry, right, well, I think it's important to talk about him because I watched a watch. Uh, didn't watch. I listened to a Washington Post um, podcast about this guy because this is part of my research. I try to reach into multiple things. So what I did was I listened to a podcast that was a half hour long about John Tyler, of which ten minutes they talked about John Tyler. And the rest of it was his still living grandson. Um, oh, his grandson we'll get into a is later. still living. Yes, he still has a living they grandson. They fucked old, I think. Wait, grandson? Holy fuck! They fucked old. Damn. So, um, and it was about him and the haunted house he lives in because that's <laughs> what the Washington Post offers. It was discouraging. Seriously, when I was typing him in on on YouTube, John Tyler, president. I got more recommendations about Jordan Peterson being kind of okay with Hitler than I did with anything regarding John Tyler. Well, you know what? Sometimes you just got to turn on the internet, go to Wikipedia, and then, like, close your eyes. I don't want to go to sleep because John Tyler, and I don't want a president. Yeah, (laughs) very true. So. Vice President, we're going to be examining this role a, a little bit. I think it's important because he's the only Vice President that actually, like, he's the one who set this precedent of Vice Presidents being there to do anything. What do they even do? I'm going to tell you. Oh, look at Mike. I don't even know. I'll get into it. But before he gets into this whole, I'm going to be a Vice President, what he decided to do was be born. Oh. And that oh. took place March 29th, 19, oh, 19. 1790, Virginia, oh, to a very wealthy baby. family. Yes, a 90s baby. Very, very wealthy family. <laughs> 90s baby, what up? <laughs> His father was John Tyler Sr., plantation owner, 15th governor of Virginia, and later he was a judge, federal judge. So I, Fancy. Uh, I'm wondering, so yeah. she was a 90s baby, like 17s, 90s right. baby. Do you think that the 1820s had their own version of like vaporwave? Or like that whole nostalgia wave where they're just like, yeah. oh, remember, remember when they used that type of butter churner dog? Oh, and then it was like, I'm actually, what? I'm actually glad you brought this up because I forgot to write this in my script. Apparently, the waltz in America was considered a a vulgar dance, and John Tyler was the first president to bring it into the White House. Oh, so he's cool. Ah, oh, so he's got swag. He's got he, vibes. Yeah, swag. Swag. He has vibe. Oh, Star Spangled Banner wasn't that invented in like somewhere in the eighteen early eighteen hundreds? Ah, seventeen something. I don't know. No, uh, no. Eighteen hundred banner. No, eighteen hundred. Yeah, no. Star, Star Spangled yeah, Banner right. is like vaporwave. Yeah, it's vaporwave. That's right, the earliest well, form of vaporwave. Well, fuck me sideways. I don't know shit about history. This is weird. Get your asses ready. I'm learning. Anyway, uh, <laughs> John Tyler Senior owned upwards of thirty slaves. He built a plantation empire like many of his influential colleagues, uh, pals with 
Thomas Jefferson. Um, so this is, you know, old-timey pals. They were good friends. So there's a very rich history of men participating in government and getting on top of shit, okay? His wife was a woman. <laughs> John Tyler Jr. was born with a silver spoon, not only in his mouth, but possibly his ass. Oh, kinky. He and his seven siblings had the best tutors that Virginia had to offer. They never left the plantation. They were schooled at home until about the age of 12. But we'll get into that in a bit. So we just did TJ. So these are people that go into government that hate the government. Oh. Yeah, I think I... Th- I Sleeper cells. As much as I disagree with these people a lot, I can appreciate that mindset. I think everyone hates the government now. Oh, yeah. So, but if you hate the government and you join the government... Are you trying to change the government? You are somehow? trying to change the government. It never happens. Though. Yeah, but yeah. that's like that's like Bono yeah. trying to stop world hunger. Well, so sunglasses are holding him back. Yeah, yeah. sunglasses. He's he's mm-hmm. got glaucoma. He's not showing his eyes, so people don't trust him. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Either way, so uh, John Tyler, as a young man, he was skinny, frail, pale, lots of digestion problems. Uh, he pooped his pants a lot. Right. <laughs> he had, he had uh, the diarrhea dreams. Uh, many hours on the Whoa. toilet reading Shakespeare. Quoted Shakespeare a little too often. So, as you can imagine, this guy was not fun to be around. Yeah, right. Dude, I, I'm um, sorry. I'm just riding that, like, vaporwave thing. So, I'm just imagining this guy, just, like, pasty little white kid. Just, like, pooping his pants. Like, reading Shakespeare. Some, like, lo-fi hip-hop. Some Macintosh. Like, yeah. Like, we, we went to high school with people like that. We were friends with people like that. What, shitting their pants? They're not the vice presidents yeah. oh. because Kamala Harris beat them over the head before they can get to the punch. But... Hey, as soon as you lose. Yeah. yeah. Can't, can't be vice be president if you lock everyone up. It's That's true. true. Now, people <laughs> made extremely funny jokes about him his entire life, which made him very sad. I mean, the funniest jokes. People were fast on him. He was low-hanging fruit. Okay. Uh huh. Hold on one, go- one second, guys. Sorry. Are you Hold kidding me? Hold for phone. Mike, are you trying to get the vagina on your phone? Is that why we had to stop the show? No, I'm, t- I'm texting uh, Lizzie Saltman to not lock me out tonight. <laughs> Sorry, our door Wait, is broken. Why do, you, why do you need to stop the entire show for that, though? I think it's rude just to be like texting. I don't know. It's fine. Swick, leave that <laughs> in. I've done it before, but like, I don't like today. I feel kind oh, of rude. Oh, yeah, my God. I don't. Leave it in, Swick. Okay, uh, so anyway. Basically, uh, he was bullied so much that it was funny. Yeah. And he was sad, but everyone else was laughing. Yeah. So, in fact, he was made fun of so much by his friends and loved ones, he basically had to stop responding to insults and criticisms. He just operated. Now, this comes into play later in life. He really doesn't give a shit later. Not giving a fuck. If you're a kid being bullied, don't kill yourself like a nerd. Pent it up and become a government official. Okay? Oh, no. That's smart. That's why DMVs are so slow, Mike. Why is that? Because the people that work there are disenfranchised and hate you and take their paycheck from your taxes. Yeah. Yeah. That is the worst place on earth, I think, is a DMV. They're not government officials. Cody, uh, honest question. How high are you? uh, I just believe Cody. That's how dumb (laughs) I am. I... You lied to me, Cody? You fucking serious? Maybe. I don't know. You fucking kidding me? Trust is broken. Anyway, John uh, John Tyler's mom died when he was seven. That's always sad. We don't like that. 
Uh, not sure how. Probably some old timey disease. In fact, everyone was dying. But he had all kinds of high end tutors to keep him busy and smart, as I mentioned before. If you're smart, you don't need parents. Dude, I would. Yeah. He was kind of friends with his future running mate, William Henry Harrison. They were uh, neighbors. Wow. So his future running. Imagine that. Like your neighbor. Like, yeah, dude. When we grow up, I, we're gonna be president. And then, like, the neighbor's like, no, you're an idiot. I'm going to be president. And then they actually do it. That's, yeah. a, that's like a movie script right there, I think. It's like a weird... It, it's like if you played Forrest Gump... Uh, Backwards. Twice at oh. the same time. Like, you know... <laughs> but, like, one was a little delayed. Jenny doesn't have AIDS. She doesn't have AIDS. It's actually it's just... ripple in the It's bronchitis. It's bad. It, yeah. oh, Tom, imagine that if, one easy. Tom, imagine if we were... When we were, like, little skateboardy guys... In Huntington Village, and I'm like, Tom, I'm a, uh, where you're going to be president. I'm going to be vice president. Be like, no, yeah. that's dumb. Why would you I do I would have believed you guys back then. Yeah, Mike, you would have believed us. We I were pretty believable. And anyway, uh, like I mentioned before, at age 12, this is where people leave the plantation. At 12, John Tyler attended College of William and Mary. Jeez. That's now, crazy. His family... <laughs> <laughs> his family had supported this school for quite some time. There was a lot of alum in the fam and um you know schools were different back then so if you went to nice school, school you kept like you know you kept in touch you didn't just like hate them for running you out of money what the hell do they even teach back then i mean there's probably shit you could learn that's useful but there's probably a lot of dumb shit they learned back then too that like dude hate. it's all dumb it's like, like we learned dumb shit now i can only imagine what dumb shit they were learning back I'm then a, i'm yeah. almost saying that the shit they learned back now back then was less dumb than what you learned maybe, yeah maybe it college. was more useful maybe yeah maybe you're right on that <laughs> yeah, one i don't know like how to like do useful shit like fucking imaginary numbers you like imaginary yeah. numbers mike yeah, I mean, shit. I have... probably, that's the stock market, imaginary numbers, right? <laughs> this yeah. is what we learned. Oh. This is what we learned in school. See that? Good. Financial advice rich. for free. I should be taxing all of you for that fucking sliver of information. Oh, thanks, England. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Expect my check in the mail. I'll invoice you guys after this. Look, um, in all seriousness, I, I have yelled about school systems being broken for such a long time. I don't have it in me anymore. Nah. I don't Stop care. Stop going to school. It's useless. I want dumber people in the country. I the- want, I want more school shootings. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, no, 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 I'm kidding. No, no, no. That, was a that was a joke. That one was a joke. But the other things I'm about to say <laughs> and the thing I said before was a joke. No, I don't want those. No one wants those. That's not nice. They, they kind of. I mean, they're kind of like. I'm not surprised skills. by them. I don't go. Huh? Why did that happen? Um. But seriously. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I don't have a, a lick of giving a shit about school systems anymore. Yeah. All right. They didn't teach me how to do taxes. No. So Tom, tell us about this future school shooter, uh, Ben Hare, uh, Benjamin and Tyler. Well, Tyler. let me explain the college of William and Mary. If you don't excuse uh, me, nice oh. school, right? What's that? That's a nice, that's a really nice school. It's a really nice school. Yeah. It's the second, uh, the second ever highest learning establishment in the States. It was attended by, um, Thomas Jefferson. James Monroe, and more recently, Glenn Coase. Oh. Glenn Coase. Glenn Close. John oh. Stewart and pedophilic congressman Matt Gitz. Oh, oh, talk about a government oh. official right there. Yeah, wow. dude. Now he is partying in the Chuck E. Cheese. He's vibing. <laughs> so it's funny that on William & Mary's Wikipedia page, this is how overlooked John Tyler is. He's not even mentioned as an alum. Wow. He's a fucking president. 
and they manage to to put a link to Glenn Close <laughs> and John Stewart over a U.S. president. Yeah, they're cool because. Uh, but this guy's a president. You know what, like, who cares? You know what the follow-up is, though, right? Like, oh, he's a president? <laughs> what did he do? And if you can't say yeah. anything after that, you just might as well not be on there, even if you're a president. Yeah, but if you had a president yeah. graduate from your college, you're putting him on there. That's what I'm saying. It's just kind of like, ipso facto. He's like, do anything. Even if it was, even if it was like the president of Uganda, I feel like he still deserves to be on that list. Oh, and what's even funnier about this is that since the family had such deep ties to the college, that when the college hit financial troubles much later, like 30 years after he attended, he personally went there, recooked their books, figured out everything, and gave them a bunch of money to stay open. So not only did he show up, but he's the reason they're around today. And they still put Glenn Close <laughs> over over John Tyler. What do they name schools, Tom? What do they name every high school and every, like, elementary school there's like a john tyler john, road there's no john tyler road that's it, it yeah it's uh he lives off of it oh. i think it's yeah it runs through virginia uh but also i'll mention later so why, that, why that's funny about john tyler having a, a road named after him um i don't want to get into it now it might be a spoiler anyway oh my. um their wikipedia page does however mention their three comedy improv troops so maybe he did improv. <laughs> so college was different back then. He he got in when he was 12, and he graduated at 17. Damn. The next two years, he read law books for his judge father, who would kick back and crack a cold one and listen to his son interpret the law to him. While shitting. <laughs> yeah. While shitting. Yeah. Weird. That's bonding time. <laughs> these people. Okay, these are the people who run the country. Keep that oh, in mind. Oh, no. Not much has changed in a lot of ways, so uh, shout out to... All John of Tyler. you, every single one of you, I feel bad. Is that how the salmon pe- salmon shorts came about? That I feel like runs with Seven the nights. elite class, because like when you shart, when you like shart, of course it's gonna look brown, but like I'm assuming it's a little bloody, so you just kind of wipe it off and it remains salmon. You know, funny enough, most people don't shit blood. Yeah. That, yeah. Really? Yeah. What do you do though? It's nasty. You have. I, I do. have. I've never I done do this. This week. is disgusting. It's like my. Uh, I actually shouldn't talk about it. Are you on your period? No, what? but you have strenuous shits. You fucking will shit blood. You need to relax and eat fiber. And then my, you have to get this cream. You have to shove your ass. It's the fucking worst. This is terrible. I. I my dad told me he's like, "You got this cream." It's like, yeah, your dad. Too. Yeah. <laughs> you need to change your diet immediately. <laughs> Well, I, it, was a, it was a couple years ago. This is only going to get worse. <laughs> it was. It's Travis. You shit blood before. I shit blood, but I've never had a father-son bonding about how to use preparation H. Well, like Dad, I've been shitting blood everywhere. He's like, "Yeah, just shove this cream up your ass." And I was like, "Oh, damn it!" <laughs> your dad does talk in vivid detail, so I can. Yeah, imagine yeah, yeah. You yeah, straight yeah, to yeah. the point. He's like, "You gotta take this cream. You gotta shove up your ass." Like, yeah. I'm gonna, straight to the point. You guys have met Mike's dad, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. For, uh, Not like that the whole time. Uh, yeah, man, you gotta. Oh, I can imagine it. him talking about cream in your was, butt. Was he driving just, just, while like, he t- told you this, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like, uh, like, like after it happened, I was like, yo, I'm like shitting blood, and it like keeps happening. <laughs> it's because like my asshole is too strained or something like that. Taking a, sh- I mean, you guys probably don't want to hear this. I'm, yeah, I don't. I'm, d- I'm done with it. Someone's gonna be you're like actually, drinking their breakfast. You need, you're in the corner now. You're in the quiet corner for five minutes. Sorry, come back in. I'll signal you <laughs> to come back in. I'm really sick Christ. of it. He said all those words in that order. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
He's admitted to the bar at 19, Virginia State Bar, by a family friend, and who was also the head of the state bar, Edmund Randolph. Now, 19 was too early. Knowing people, right? Yeah. Come on. Just know people. The more you know, Uh, the more you blow. I think the youngest age to be admitted to the bar was 23, and when he got in at 19, uh, you have to speak to Edmund Randolph at the time to to get accepted. That's how it worked. That's how State Bar was. You'd have to apply to him directly. There was a hearing. And then when everyone was just like, you just let that guy in. You didn't ask how old he was. He was just, uh, Randolph goes, I didn't think about it. Well, judges, Well, and also, I I don't know this for a fact, but Randolph, he may, I'm I'm assuming, he probably was related to the same Randolph that was in the Washington cabinet. If he had that much yeah, power, I, there was, I think, Edward Randolph in the Washington cabinet. So, like, yeah, I, I don't know. There was the the Randolph family name popped up a few times uh, in my research. I didn't write all the instances down because if I did that, we'd be here forever. And who wants to talk about John Tyler no, forever? I do. No, like, no, I'm already no. sick of this. Unfortunately, we have many more hours of this to go. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Woo. So around age 21, he opened his own law firm in Richmond while his dad was the uh, during his dad's first year of governor of Virginia. So Poppy made this happen. So, you know, self-made man. Yeah. Self-made. Yeah, that's what that means. Oh, hand holding to the lay there. It's nice. Yeah. So he does that. And then uh, also at age 21, he is elected to the delegates uh, House of Delegates. To represent Charles City County. That just goes to show if you got the capital, the more you blow. It's true. That's right. I feel like you're I, changing that slightly every time you say that, Travis. No, this is an old phrase. It's old. The more you blow, the more colloquial capital. phrase. Colloquial. What a word. Yeah, fuck what, that. Thing. What the fuck was that you just said in the colloquial? <laughs> yeah, colloquial. Fuck. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the colloquial means that you know how you have the, the sphincter on your butt? It's, it's, the sphincter. it's the second sphincter that's Cloache. hiding underneath that one. All right, guys, back to Hide under my gooch. Back, yeah, don't what? worry, Mike. Oh. Quiet. You're still quiet. Remember the bit. Okay. Sphincter. In 1813, his dad uh-huh. dies, and he leaves John Tyler Jr. a bunch of slaves. Tyler purchased his own plantation and owned about 24 slaves. Um, I'm saying this because he's on record buying and inheriting more than 24, but... Definitely cooked his books on the consensus, but he's involved in politics. Um, he purchased more than 24, and he inherited, yeah, I think he inherited 13 or something. So either way, um, dishonest slave-owning lawyer. What's the problem? Doesn't matter, because he's getting into <laughs> politics. He's beyond the law. He is elite. Okay? Yeah, you enjoy it. I guess politics, you're uh, greasy. You have to be born into Greece. Yeah. You got to be a yeah, bit. That's a silver grease on the spoon. It's honest work. <laughs> like podcasting. Honest. Yeah, like Land of yeah. Lakes butter. The best butter. Now, he also marries wow. his first wife, whose oh, name yeah. is Letitia. Letitia, hot name. Yep, in 1813. And he buys, buys the plantation. I just mentioned that. It's called Woodburn Plantation. So he can start a family and have a home for his wife and his future children and his undisclosed amount of slave individuals who I'm sure want to murder him in his sleep. What, type, what types of plants were they poaching in the ground? That's a great question, actually. I don't even know. I would assume cotton. It was truly the most 
Tobacco, like, uh, it, it, it was tobacco profitable. and cotton. Those were yeah. the most like profitable. Yeah, and hemp. Large. Yeah, but that's legal weed. And do, uh, we shouldn't talk about it. Hemp? Yeah. Cuomo's going to change his mind, and he's going to shut the fuck <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's going to. He's going to be like, oh, you guys forgot about me touching butts. Weed's I illegal think, again. You know what? <laughs> I think they should make it illegal. I feel, I like that when it's illegal. It's like that more. It gives you more high. It should be. You're right. You're like that paranoia. Like, oh, fuck, I'm doing something bad. <laughs> I like where Mike's at. I, li- I'm on I like Mike's that. Wave I like feeling bad when I'm smoking weed. Yeah, you want to feel badass. I don't want to feel like, oh, this is like, oh, everyone's doing it. Everyone's smoking weed. Feeling yeah, bad that's what you see. That's oh. I'm not good with weed. Paranoia. Is good with weed, but this paranoia. is why we drink so much. Yeah, because I'm good with mm. that. Because people go, oh, drinking is fine. And Legal then they look drug. at us and they go, not like that. <laughs> They're doing something wrong. I make good life yeah. choices. The more life choices you make, the more you blow. Tom, let's keep going. Yes. See, he's changing it. Speaking of family, he was the president with the most kids. Damn. Oh. No Jimmy for him? Um, no. Dude. What was his name again? Steven? <laughs> Who are you talking about? <laughs> John Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jimmy. John wasn't using the old Jimmy? John, Jimmy Tyler? He was Jimmy John. <laughs> he was using. <laughs> he had some weird names in there. There was like a name like Zaxby's, but I forget. <laughs> I didn't write the kids' names down. They're all stupid. Zaxby's? The Not, fuck kind of name is that? That's a chicken sandwich chain down south. Don't talk Re- oh. shit. It's my future well, home. I, that's why you use a Jimmy John's as a condom. Right, That's exactly. So I, I personally believe that he, w- this was a response to him having too much money. Because that's what you do when you have too much money. You, you have kids. And you get rid of the money. Uh, first kid was born <laughs> in 1815, and the last one was born in 1860. Holy Dang. moly. That's a 45-year difference between He's the fucking. oldest and youngest. Old fucking. He's fucking. It's a wide vagina. He's old fucking, Mike. What, what kind of sex pills do they have back in the 1800s? Horny goat. Blue Chew. Had, Blue Chew. I had the, they use r- Rhino 76. Oh, <laughs> the vintage Whoa. Rhino. I was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Wait, was this all the same person, or did he have some bad? No, no there, there was two. Letitia was the first eight. Okay. And then uh, there was, uh, I wrote her name down at the end of the script. I'll get Plowtown. He's like, I'm, like, I'm going to switch it up. <laughs> We get that dump truck booty. We get that dump truck rich booty. Anyway, so he he serves five years as legislator. This is where he becomes disenchanted with the idea of national slash centralized banks. Like a good Ron Paul. Okay? In 1812, guess what happened, Mike? Uh, Star Spangled Banner was written. Okay, that maybe we'll have to check that. But what definitely happened was the War of 1812. Thank you. Thank yeah, dog. Send you that one. That's, that's an you easy one. job, Mike. Well, I'm just having fun. Look, John Tyler took to action, kind of. He created a militia to protect Richmond. They were called the Charles City Rifles, and he pronounced himself the captain. Oh, with fuck. With zero military training. Now, he did this because he heard the British were coming, and he wanted to have his Paul Revere moment. So he set up, and he took his 25 riflemen who were ready to give their lives, and... um. The British eventually came. I'm just kidding. Nothing happened. Uh, <laughs> as a reward for his bravery for that bloody battle that never took place, he was granted uh, a lot of land in Iowa. Oh, well, that's oh, nice. How, how like beautiful. That. Yeah, like Iowa. that's what happens. Um, you do nothing for the government. You have a lot of money, and then the government gives you money. So I was born too late. Yeah. You sure as <laughs> shit were. Yeah. So I was like... 
Oh, Mike, you just die of polio. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be dope. I'd be like, at least I have a like, cool way to go out. That's I guess. not cool. It's not cool at all, actually. I mean, I mean, it's not cool, but it's like, damn, polio. Is that, that Mike got dud. Poor Mike. We better get him laid one last time. Exactly. So you grab his sex. left leg. <laughs> I'm anti-vax, so maybe my kids will have polio. Paleo. Paleo. That out. I'm very, I'm full vax, so full microchip. Yeah, you are yeah. vaxxed. You have I'm plenty of five G in you. That's why my tooth fell out. It's the Pfizer in me. It's, so it's, you're like Tucker Carlson. That guy is. Who the fuck is that? He's that guy on Fox <laughs> News who oh, shows up and he goes, oh, "Don't get the vaccine," and then yeah. he's vaccinated, did, like openly. Did on it record. come out that he's, he's vaccinated? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pu- it's public knowledge that he's vaccinated. He's been going on tirades for for months about how vaccines are bad. Hey, oh, you want to have that discussion? Fine. But how about you don't do it? Five yeah. G's, man. Five G's, man. Mike's got five G's. I got ten G's. Man. Ten I got G's. Two yeah, shots. You got double down. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I gotta stop. I gotta stop taking all these vaccines, man. Fuck. <laughs> well, <laughs> these gas station vaccines. Yeah, man. This is giving me energy in here. <laughs> so unlike, uh, so unlike John Tyler's future running mate, William Henry Harrison renounced his position as governor of Indiana to jump in the battle and fight as Major General in the Kentucky Militia against the British and against the Indians. Good day. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Native Americans. <laughs> brave. 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 Brave heart. So no, he was fighting, since he we're was fighting against Daniel Day-Lewis, white man playing a Native American? Yeah. So Harrison. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, that got me. Yes, you're right, Travis. <laughs> Right. He was he was the last white man to play a Native American. Is that red face? Do you think the guy in Indian in the cupboard? Do you think uh, they got? Cha- firstly, do you think they're going to change the name of that movie? Oh yeah, in the cupboard. Native American in the indigenous cupboard. man in the about? cupboard. I remember that. I remember that's a very familiar name to me. Why is that it's ringing a, bells? It's, an, it's an about a, an indigenous uh, action figure who's in a cupboard, and. Uh, it's, it's a Disney movie, right? Oh, uh, maybe. It's a fucking Disney movie. Maybe DreamWorks. I don't know. DreamWorks? But it, it's a Indian child's movie. movie. And then there's a kid with a 90s haircut who's like, why are you alive? And the well, denim. You, I think there's denim involved. That's like Encino oh, yeah. Man. It's just like Encino <laughs> Man, but instead of it being a caveman who's life-size, it's a small Native American who they very insensitively refer to as a savage Indian. So well, well, before again? we move on to fighting Native Americans, there's one other white man that I like to talk about. He came before Daniel Day-Lewis. But you know the commercial of the Indian guy? The guy throws the garbage out of the thing, out of the window. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The Indian guy, is he cries that one tear. Apparently that yeah. dude was Italian. And he was this Italian <laughs> actor that just, he had all these bit parts in like, uh, westerns as the engine. <laughs> Could you imagine the beat, the the outtakes where they were trying to fit lines into there? Like he turns to the camera after seeing the trash and he goes, "Me no like." <laughs> this movie oh is ringing God. a bell now, or the book is at least. Well, you keep looking into that. Let me continue here. I just want to get into William Henry Harrison for a little bit because um, he's a huge part of this story. I don't know if we're going to do an episode on him, but spoilers, he dies in this episode, okay? And he's a big part of what happens with John Tyler. So, Harrison, he's a little older than Tyler, but young enough where they could still be friendly. You know, I think it was like an eight-year difference or something. Could be wrong on that. 
forgot to write down, pardon the math, uh, he had actual military experience. He had multiple run-ins with Tecumseh, who was a Shawnee <laughs> chief that we've talked about before. Now, this guy, he deserves an episode, Tecumseh, because he had his whole war, Tecumseh war. He was fucking people up. Yeah. Now, he fought in the Battle of Tippecanoe against Tecumseh's men. Oh, Tippecanoe and Tyler, too. That's right. Oh, Travis, I you knew it. it. Tippecanoe oh. and Tyler, oh. too. <laughs> Wait, that's just something like I've noticed him say in like drunken stupors. Is it a real thing? Yeah. Am yes, I about to learn about slogan. it? Like, and how traffic has like zodiac killer brain? Yeah, that's their slogan, <laughs> yeah. dog. That's it's dope, Tippy. Travis. They called Benjamin Tippy Canoe and fucking the guy who shits his pants. Benjamin too. Will- William Henry Harrison, not Benjamin. Breaking uh, Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that the was their band. campaign slogan. That was big. And we're going to get into that in a minute. Oh. I thought that was just something Travis said when he was weird. All right, Zwick, cut that out real quick. I just asked Mike if he needed to go to the bathroom, and he didn't. (laughs) Very rude of you. And I want to keep going. I'm having having fun. Okay. So now we know that William Henry Harris has actually got military experience. He's um, He had a lot more political experience. He was also not a self-made man. He was very, very influential. I mean, uh, for a very influential family. So there's that. Keep that in mind. That's vibes. Remember, write an email if you're confused. That's like why even do that shit. You know what I mean? If you come from a family like that, I would just be like a pile of shit. Yeah, that's what. Well, you know what? Like a lot back of people then figured too. that out recently. <laughs> Have you met like anyone? <laughs> <laughs> like why, why, why am I going to work? I just like sit home and the government gives me money. Some people, uh, they it's a call for power. And also additional money. True. Now, he ran for a U.S. member of the House. And when I say he, I believe we're talking about Tyler again. Uh, he ran for a U.S. member of the House in September 1816 against Andrew Stevenson, who was a good friend of his and had the same political ideas. So it doesn't matter. Like, the American policy of the time, it was fine. Pick one. What? Well, you want the fat one so, or the fat one? You know, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh. what, what were like, the, like, was there, well, at this point, we're coming out of Jefferson. So there, what, it was the Republican Democrats and the Whigs? Uh, so it was the, I think you said that backwards, the Democratic yeah. Republicans. The Democratic Republicans. So uh, <laughs> actually, I did write about this. So I'm going to cover that. I'll, you know, fuck, I'll cover it now. Either way, he, he does and run that. He wins the contest. That's what I'd like to push for uh, in the future, actually. Uh, back to 2021, I think we should change the names of elections to big yeah. contests to make people feel a little more embarrassed uh, when so they're <laughs> running for the big contest. Yeah, yeah and gets confused with big the Super idiot. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are we actually electing something? You don't know like, what, why are you feeling so important about this? It's God. a big contest. My vote doesn't Yeah, break count. out the beers and, like, you know, the foot-long subs. It's the, big con- it's the weekend of the big contest. Yeah. It's the weekend of the big Every Tuesday. It's the Electoral <laughs> College con- contest. Exactly. I, I think if we rebrand it as the big contest, it'll be a lot more true to the ridiculous idea of... More people vote, I think, too. They understand it more. Oh, it's a contest? Yeah. Oh, I want to participate in the con- I want to be a judge in the contest. <laughs> you got to be in it to win it, the yeah, contest. What the fuck's That's what an election. I'm talking about. Right. We'll call all the voters judges. <laughs> and trust me, this will go yeah. over well. We'll- I think you're onto something. I think big contests will get more votes in. I think that we're going to see um, an Arnold Schwarzenegger 
Sylvester Stallone running bill. I'd honestly, I'd prefer that. I would prefer too. Because politics is garbage. It's garbage. I want um, some fun though in my politics. You know, Arnold did such a great job in California. He's a good guy. He had sex I with think. someone he shouldn't have. But what does that matter in the grand scheme? Of I mean, things? he's a man. He was so able to support the child. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who cares? He's a fucking chiseled god. Right, chiseled guy. So speaking of guys who are not chiseled and rather sick and pale and vomiting <laughs> oh. all the time, no, John Tyler. Oh. Uh, so John Tyler at the time was a Democratic Republican, as we just mentioned. The, it was the big party that would break up into two parties that would hold hands behind closed doors uh, and become as terrible as they both could be and turn a free country into a business, as nice. they have done. Now, Love it. He was big on states' rights, this guy. Jay, what does that sound like? Um, ooh. Oh, there's a word for it. Thank you, it's on my tongue. Yeah, Ron Paul. <laughs> One uh, word. Yeah. Hyphen. I was, I'm thinking I'm sick. It's going to sound mad dumb saying it. It's fine, Mike. You can stay silent uh, during this I time. I don't want the government. Um, <laughs> I don't want the federal government to come in, take my guns, take my child porn, take my human traffic slaves. This is a free country. <laughs> free. Yeah, free. no, um, well, no I, uh, honestly, it's, it's fine. This is, I don't even want to get political. It's all just garbage. Everything is garbage that I'm about to say. Um, so he, he was big on states' rights. Um, and at this time, a lot of the Democratic Republicans wanted a bigger government. So it wasn't cool at the time. Mm. It was getting cool again, like it is now. Oh, he was a hipster. He was very hipster, but then he turned into a, um, you know, what do they call those? Um, oh, uh, guys who drive Rams 2500. <laughs> oh. um, huh. I saw a lot of those driving so, across the country. Douchebag. Oh, dude, they're everywhere. They're so everywhere. I, they're such garbage vehicles, too. They're worse than this script. The anyway. 2500s, all right. The 1500s, like, why do you have a truck? Why, dude? You have a small dick. Get a Fiat and wow. rent a U-Haul when you need it. Exa- that's a Fiat. Get, you know they look cool, I guess. Get a Fiat and take a wheel off of it. Because that's what you no, deserve. No, 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 no. You're Those guys deserve smart cars. They deserve uh, yeah. those Honda trucks. Smart cars delivered to them on fork, uh, fork on forklifts that deliver them upside down. <laughs> yeah. You have by to me. flip it over. Okay? Only driven by me. Forklifts only. I'm very forklift certified. Yeah, he is very, extremely forklift certified. If you need uh, something to be picked up with a forklift, I could... Probably do it. I was trying to get a cereal <laughs> off of a very high shelf the other week. And you should have called me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you didn't. You didn't call me. You no, were I like, did. "Oh, you I have in. my extending hand thingy. Bit, I don't need your forklift." It's mic. a bit. It's a bit. You just ruined it. Sorry. I don't the, even need yes, cereal. And. So that's that's how you know. Um, when states experience high tensions. Uh, oh wait, did I leave that in? Leave it in, Swick. Swick, you change my voice. So the federal <laughs> government was not into fucking up Native Americans at this time. It was a lot of the states putting the pressure on, drive them out, get out of here. Uh, most of the efforts to murdering and displacing these fine people rested solely on the states from where this, these uh, atrocities were happening. Trail of Tears? Um, so that was, that was a federal effort, oh. but that wasn't like a global consensus that we need to do this. And that was, uh, that was several years prior. Oh. Um, when the states experienced high tensions with native populations, the state representatives made an easy fallback on admitting they were wrong about state power and the federal government should have intervened earlier. So if what I said doesn't make sense, that's correct. Yes. Um, these are people who mm. don't stick to their guns mm-hmm. uh, and they're blaming a lot of their own woes on the federal government. Um, yeah. 
as being an advocate of neither, this is just very silly to me. Well, and also, like, uh, I mean, in terms of driving out Indians, Native Americans, um, I was just reading something about how the Lakota, Dakota people, like, basically the... You know, there was that big protest when Trump showed up to Mount Rushmore and they had all the Native Americans come out. So they that whole tribe had a had actually sent a delegation to the U to the U.N. being like, look, here's a treaty that says all of this land. And it's like part of North, South Dakota and like Wyoming. Like, here's an actual treaty that says this is our land. Like we have they fit every single like. Um, specific category, category that you need to become a UN certified nation, and the UN was like, yeah, but United States can't do." Yeah, it's not <laughs> just do. the Americans; it's the dirty world. Yeah, can't look at FIFA; <laughs> it's a terrible organization. Yeah, so Mambo, terrible. Keep so this enraged uh, old John Tyler here because he liked his states' rights and he didn't care much for natives. He really didn't. In 1820, during his second term as member of the House, a hot st- topic started to make JT sweat a bit. Uh-oh. Slavery. Oh, Look at- shit. So now he's upwards of 30 slaves. We know that. At this I point. just realized something. We've What's been that? talking about Careful. heartthrob Jonathan Taylor Thomas the entire time. They, yeah. I gotta Google that. It's- John, oh, well, he's such not a 90s kid. <laughs> You're really showing your age. Jonathan Taylor. Is he Whatever from, that uh, means. Boy Meets World or some shit? He's from uh, several uh, hit Disney films, and uh, he oh, was really a teenage heartthrob uh, who showed off what it's like to frosted get frosted tips. tips. Yes, I would say. He's very nice tips, I will say. He's got good tips. I want his tip. Mm-hmm. So he openly mm. shared his morality and virtue signaled about how bad slavery was. He was just like, nah, it's not God. Don't do it. But he still owed lots of slaves his whole life. He stated that slavery was bad, but the federal government should not do anything about it. Hmm. I don't want to be stopped. So rude. Um, Don't try to make sense of this stuff. This is just rich people. Yeah, rich, dumb people. All right. In 1821, Jonathan Tyler quit the house and returned to being a private citizen for a while. He said it was for his health. Probably wasn't. Probably was for money. He, made, he was making a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, he stayed private for about two years and resurfaced in 1823, deciding to get back into it. Jumping back in. He ran, unop- he ran unopposed for Charles City County for Virginia delegates, um, which was an easy spring back, uh, springboard back into things. Damn. Uh, he did have a big hand in keeping the College of William and Mary from closing down, like I mentioned before. Um, he got in there. He heard they were going through hard times. He was like, take some of my slave money. I got it for free. <laughs> um, he just, you know, really helping this institution out, this fine institution, um, which educated pedophilic Matt Gates. Um, really good. Really good. Wow. Bang up. Mm-hmm. I think if you need the model example of American politician, Matt Gates. Yeah. Who the fuck is, who's that? Uh, he's a pedophile congressman. No, Senator. I think it was an important boy. He was a congressman. I believe he was a congressman, but he has a face of I have never actually gotten laid without either raping or hiring an underage woman. True. Yeah. No, it's true. He does. uh, He got that trip. A-E-T-Z. And um, he's rude. He's pretty rude. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Definitely see rape vibes in this guy. Not. 
not to get political again, but he did, in fact, go to Trump for a preemptive pardon <laughs> on the charges coming down the tube. Well, I don't think it works like that. No. So watch out. His uh, wife's hot, too. Damn, this dude blew it. <laughs> uh, he blew everything. He blew a bunch of little boys. Who knows? Oh, um, so John started eyeing the position of Virginia governor. Back then, the state legislator decided on who governor was. Not a popular vote. So he would have to go up for election, and then uh, they would ha- they would vote. That was their big contest. Uh, one thing led to another. Bingo bongus. 1825, Jonathan Tyler's Virginia's governor. Oh, shit. He did it. I always thought. I always thought governor. It was just a weird position in like government. Cause like, all right, you control a state, but what do you really do? <laughs> <laughs> you make sure to raise the taxes incrementally. <laughs> yeah. You make sure to promise people infrastructure change and never provide it. And then hopefully one day your son will become a governor, and you will get a bridge named after you, the Mario Cuomo bridge. Right. Once called the Tappan Z. Oh, is that why I don't hear that word anymore? Or name right? Yeah, th- they were tired of regular people tapping the ass. <laughs> so now they're... Mario, come in my ass. Yeah, Mario. Oh. C- yeah, c- uh, money shot. Come in my ass. Anyway, man. JT was way into his state rights, as I remember. When the federal government planned on putting some new roads through Virginia, JT fought back. How Stop dare Stop trying you. to control us. That's what he said. He was like, stop it with your roads. He's from Virginia. What do you expect? Which is funny because Virginia very much, in fact, needed new roads. So he blew that one. Oh. Well, <laughs> well, they elected him. That's their fault, not my fault. This is also funny uh, again later. Remember how much he fought against the roads. But, but okay? Tom, yes. he's fighting against roads. But what does it take to make a road back then? Just, like, cut some bushes and, like, have some horses trample over the grass? Like... Uh, yeah kind of Hmm. it's uh, i mean it's simple they hadn't figured out unions yet so there was no like 40 people standing there looking at fucking horse unions ruining everything horse uh, horse unions who brought these horses here yeah if you ever see more than four horses congregating together they're unionizing start killing 30 an hour illegal hanging out now jt's two years as governor is thought uh, thought of as uneventful and filled with little to no accomplishment. Um, it's kind of the curse of the libertarian bedroom baby. You know, a lot of talk, not really know what you ha- what the hell you're doing. But, but you got Shakespeare. Much like a vaporwave artist. Huh. Yeah. Yes. Let me slow down this Sears catalog um, soundtrack, soundtrack yeah. and call myself a I DJ. I am art. I love it. Now, later, he contributed to the Virginia Constitutional Convention. They still liked him enough. They're like, yeah, you can come in. We're going to make our own convention. Vibes. So he started thinking about his Congress days again, and Bingo Bango becomes the senator elected by legislation. Sure. Politics of the time. Check this out. Andrew Jackson was a Southern Democrat stinker who had been making, uh, excuse me. Oh, he had been making even more of a stink over losing the 1824 presidential late uh, election, or big contest, rather, to Hmm. John Quincy Adams. A northern Republican. Yeah, Cody, you roasted that fucker. Jackson, episode 53. Oh, my God. I don't even long remember. Time ago. That long ago? It's been a while, so go check that one out it's if you need a, a little more. Um, JT was mad that John Quincy Adams and and um, Andrew Jackson were the only presidential candidates due to lack of their lack of boners for state rights. 
he thought that was the most important thing. And he was like, well, neither of you care about that. So I was, uh. in March 1829, Andrew Jackson got into office and John Tyler had unwittingly been a supporter. You see, he had um, kept saying things like, well, you know, I don't like him, but John Quincy Adams is not that great. So people just were like, Andrew Jackson. You're. You're. Wow. Yeah, that's how that translates, you know. Um, I mean, John Quincy Adams was a Unitarian. He's a man that that be believed in a, in just a universal God. And if you're into state rights, you need to have a specific God for your specific state. That's very true. Wow. It's like Pokemon. So, yeah. You got to collect them all, the dude. You go to a Baptist, they'll get you wet. They'll get you fucking damp. Go to a fucking congregation. You're gonna get congregationalist. Damper. You're gonna get fucking gang banged. You you go to uh what's another one? A Lutheran. You're gonna get a <laughs> catheter in your penis. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. for fun. Yeah. Yeah. A little treat. Mm -hmm. So keep that all that in mind. It's all very important. In 1832, Jackson won the big contest to be president. Oh, Whoa. congratulations, you fucking which, idiot. Which was also <laughs> the driving force between the separation of the Democratic-Republican Party into, guess what, the Democrats and the Republicans. Uh, uh, wasn't it flipped back then? It was like Democrats were like Republicans and Republicans were like Democrats? I mean, if you want to oversimplify it, yes. If you don't want to oversimplify it, um, they were both retarded. <laughs> That's why I'm but, here for the people. Yeah. But yeah, it was just different. It's really hard to compare sense. these things. Mm -hmm. You know, like, issues swap around. And, yeah, the Democrats loved slavery at the time. Way into it. Damn, this is crazy. I should, like, yeah. script like that. I mean, uh, you know, Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. The only reason that, uh, you know, the black vote is all Democrat now is because of FDR, which oh. rightfully so. I mean, it makes sense. It's just history is weird like that, dude. Just labels are changing all the time. It's just a word, I guess. Well, right. yeah, I mean, there was this huge shift during, like, the 19... Probably from the 1930s to the 1960s of the parties switching. And I don't know. It just kind of goes to show you that's all fucking stupid, and they all, they're all the same shit. They came from the same shit. It's just fucking two <laughs> teams. It's just like two shit two teams. Two shit teams. It's yeah, basically doing like... Doing shitty jobs. Yeah, it's like, it's like saying paintball's a real sport. Like, that's what American politics is. Yeah, pretty much. And then every now and then you get, like, a gem, a guy like Bernie Sanders going, that's not how it's supposed to be. And everyone's like, all right, well, let's pretend he's a Democrat for 20 yeah. minutes. And then shit all over his dreams. And everyone yeah. else, by the way. All right. Vibe. Guys, too, po too political. You guys are happy. Tippy Canoe and Tyler I Do. What happened to Steven Tyler? When did he start Aerosmith time? So, so I'll tell you. That's on. a really good question. So Democrats want to give Andrew Jackson full control of the military. And a lot of folks weren't into it. Okay? A lot of red flags with Andrew Jackson. In 1833, the Whigs started by Henry Clay. The Whigs was a political party, if you didn't know that. I knew that. Yeah. They were all about nice hair. Good. Now, this was an anti-Jackson party. That was its primary goal amongst its members. Fuck Andrew Jackson, they said. They had fuck their own agendas dude. sometimes, but it shifted a lot. It was really just fuck Andrew Jackson. That was like the only thing. Wow. That, like, they're, yeah, they're, like if you looked at the political spectrum, there were guys who wanted, um, there were guys who wanted states' rights, and there was guys who hated states' rights in the same party. They were just like fuck that guy. That's what the Whigs were. That's why they're not around anymore because they don't have anyone to yell at. Yeah, we could have had the Whigs come back 
with like Trump or something, yeah. but it wouldn't have been as fun. Well, and also like uh, I mean, once George W. Bush left office, what happened to John Steer Stewart? He retired. Also, uh, El Mater, <laughs> same fucking college as this guy. That's a great point. <laughs> Wait. So Wait. the party sure. was uh the party did have some ideas, and it was popularized much by William Henry Harrison. Uh, Henry Clay was a driving force behind the party, and he was a congressman, I believe, a very pop prominent figure. And William Henry Harrison, I believe, was working. Um, not, I think he was congressman for gosh, God, Ohio at this point. He moved around a lot. Ohio. He pulled a Hillary Clinton. He was all over. Uh-huh. He's fun. Okay. I don't know what a Ohio Ohioan is. It Ohioan? What is an Ohioan accent? Ohio. Ah, that's because bad. That's, if, I've never been there. If I he was a, people live there. The people talk oddly. Um, they talk oddly. Yeah. Normal. Like I was. I've spent time in Hello, Ohio, Tom. and nobody has like an accent. It's great. Hi, Travis. Huh. Hi, Cody. Like, like that kind of like. No. Hi, guys. How are you? I am from hey. Ohio. They don't. Like, very they don't use any conjunctions. Like I cannot go to the place. Yeah, wicked sick. Yeah, they're all like data from Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that. They're like, like, would you like fries with that? Like, no, you robot. Fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm going to fucking Indiana. Wicked sick. I want to hear like this gross accent every time I talk yeah. to someone. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a yeah. freaking baby whale, Jay. What should we do, Jay? Should we kill it? Should, should I gotta we call kill the aquarium, it? yo, Jay. Right. Wow. So here's why John Tyler was a political oddity. He becomes a Whig later. The Whigs actually don't start until 1830. But beforehand, he's friends with Henry Harrison. Uh, not Henry Harrison. Um, Henry Clay, the guy who starts it. But he still admits to liking Jackson over Adams. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. For quite some time, which is unheard of. Hmm. Uh, and, he, and, and Tyler's like, I'm here for the policy. And everyone else is like, we're here to fuck this guy in his ass. So... How could you? Even though the policies are not necessarily sound, he was there for like legitimate political reasons. I mean, how could you hate Jay Quince? I don't know. I think he's a pretty good president. I I don't know too much about him, to be honest with you. I don't know much about anyone. In fact, my entire brain has been zapped of all presidential presidential knowledge because I've just lost it all to the numbing story of John Tyler. (laughs) What an interesting time back then, honestly. Like me, it really doesn't sound that interesting, Mike. (laughs) <laughs> it is very interesting to me. What would be your favorite thing about this time? I don't know what I would do back then. <laughs> Mike would be that kid really that poor. like, like rolls so? that ring yeah. down the like down the hill with the stick. No, those kids were those kids were rich. I'd be a city slicker kid. Would you be a gangster kid? I'd be working in like a factory, probably hating my life. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Sounds pretty badass and interesting. You'd be making. I'd be eating. Yeah, you'd be making socks and like you'd have you'd one cool arm. Shit. You'd have one arm because your <laughs> other arm got stuck in the sock machine. You'd be like that's that just polio. Be like that's just busting. <laughs> polio took that one. You got polio for arms. <laughs> <laughs> I got swaggio. <laughs> anyway. Oh, wow. Take that out, please. No. Why? We got like, an, like polio activists like, at the door. Yeah. Firstly, <laughs> I, I know someone with polio, exist. and they have a great sense of humor. You think so? Yeah. Anything going to be mad when I say swaggyolo? I don't know, dude. Let's run it past them. No. I'm going to get canceled before I even become Are you canceled. on a different that, podcast? 
Just, yeah, don't worry. This is are your least success. Your less successful podcast will not get your other one canceled. I have my my closet podcast. I want to tell you guys about closet podcast. Mike talks about what's in his closet. <laughs> yeah, what's in my closet this week? What's in this closet this week? I got a collection of rubber bands in my closet. At least snapbacks. I got a bunch of dust in my closet. Now, here we go. Let's continue. Any loyalty to. Uh, from Jackson to John Tyler, because they knew each other, they were in politics, had gone out the window by this point because he was friends with Henry, Henry Clay. So basically he lost a lot of support from his Virginia politician friends as they were all very close to Andrew Jackson. Virginia is for lovers. Virginia is for lovers. And Andrew Jackson's asshole. <laughs> Henry Clay began endorsing uh, John Tyler re-election campaign for, not governor, uh, Congress. And kept him in the office. It, it worked, you know? He had enough clout hey, at the time. Hey, I like the cut of your jib, kid. You shit and vomit all the time, and you tell me stories about the law. You sound like a, <laughs> Always really, good, a really good guy. You're a swell guy to hang You're out with. Interesting. Yeah, imagine how annoying he is to hang out with. Also, this was weird because cool. he was he was still a Democrat at this point. So he was still in Andrew Jackson's party, and Henry Clay endorsed him. So that was weird. That wouldn't happen. This is weird. That would not happen nowadays. Very yeah. lizard person vibe. Very lizard person vibe. Yes. Absolutely. Nowadays, nowadays, uh, a, a person from your political party could call your dad a fucking like serial killer, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, well, I support him." Oh, he's like, <laughs> he wasn't a serial killer all the time. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want people to remember of my dad as a serial killer. Yeah, maybe that's what he did the last few years of his life. Yeah. But before then, he was actually really a great guy. He was the number one dad in chill. my eyes. I gave him a mug. There's evidence. Yeah, see? Now, Andrew Jackson did some dumbass shit with the economy in 1834, and JT officially jumped ship. No more Democrat for me, he said. It's time <laughs> for me to put on my wig. Oh, yeah. Now, at this time, Whigs had control of the Senate, and they just gave JT a high position, which was the president pro tempore of the United States Senate. I don't know what this role means, but he quit the post that year, so that's fine. Yeah, I I think it's probably because he got confused. He was like, wig? And then he like put on a merkin. And then they were like, nah, dude, wig's go on your head. That's a merkin. That's that's different. That's a merkin. It's a a pubic wig. (laughs) A what? (laughs) People want fake pubes? Are you fucking kidding me <laughs> you want fake teeth yeah i mean i fucking shave my pubes i don't want to fucking fake pubes <laughs> uh, di- you know what they say what has everyone been like yo pubes are awesome man i love this hair in my mouth man fucking you know what they say different <laughs> you know mike you know what they say different str- different strokes you're different right, you're strokes right. the more you blow but f- pubic hair, fucking wigs. That's a real thing. That's yeah, crazy. it's American, dude. I thought I would think you'd want to be smooth all the time. I don't Not know. everyone <laughs> wants to pretend to be a child. Yeah, forever. when you're smooth, it looks bigger, in my opinion. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Tried. I yeah. I, you're I, not smooth down there, Tom. You're not your your Birkin boy. I'm a man. Birk, you're a Birkenstock guy. <laughs> I don't. I don't disclose that Whoa. information. Oh. Yeah. Give me them Uggs, I, man. My my girlfriend drives a Subaru. Okay. What do you want? Hey, from that's me? very that's a very smart choice of vehicle, I will say. Very uh four wheel drive. Or all wheel drive. 
I oh, agree. Wheels. Same as four. You can you drive with the I, I had I had them put two extra wheels on my Subaru just so it could be more That's, wheels to drive. Those were donuts. That was a bribe. You fell for it. Damn. You put winter air or hot air in your tires? Uh, I put liquid mercury in my tires. You're doing it all wrong. <laughs> this fender of bender resulted in 5,000 deaths <laughs> as my car spilled into the water reserve. Okay. Steven Tyler, let's get it. He was pretty much kicked out of the Democratic Virginia House of Delegates as well. JT returned home and chilled with Letitia and a bunch of his children. Probably made some more during this time, too. It's just fucking. In 1836, the Whigs attempted to oust the Democratic Martin Van Buren election bid by flooding the ballot with Whigs at a shotgun approach. Now, this did not work at all. So if no candidate gets enough votes, electoral electoral votes, then the vote goes to the Whig Senate, and then they get to pick. So that was their idea. If we put enough stupid names on this thing, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. then someone, you know, there's going to be enough of a, uh, an error where Van Buren isn't going to win, and they're going to be able to elect from the House. All right, everyone, go out. You guys want to get your just, I just voted sticker. You, and when you go to the poll, you're going to vote for Reggie. Reggie is our man. What is his policies? Reggie will give you free packets of ketchup. It'll be sent (laughs) in the mail to you every month. And Chick-fil-A sauce. It's pretty good. Chick-fil-A sauce. Uh, Heaven sent. I think Jesus made that before he died. Chick-fil-A sauce. He may have. Buried Um, in the same time. Well, Mike, you should vote. That is his favorite fast food. You should vote for Reggie. I think uh, if I'm able to vote soon, yeah. Now, this was a desperate attempt to try to stop Van Buren, okay? Everyone knows that. Historically, looking back, it's like it's a really stupid event. They thought it was brilliant, but the voters who got these ballots, they had like 40 names on them, and they were like, But guess what? It didn't work because I I know Martin Van Buren's president. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Spoilers, asshole. Spoilers, uh, Martin Van Buren sweeps the fucking floor, and that totally didn't work. Actually, John Tyler was put on the bill in some uh, on the ballot in some states, so this Jeez. is technically his first presidential run, although it's supposed to be a failure. All right. Dude, they should have voted for Reggie's got the best wigs and gives you free ketchup packets. I like that guy. The, uh, got me. <laughs> you got my vote. I want Why? Why though? Well, free ketchup packets. I think, Did you hear the man? You know, you know, I hate ketchup packets. Mike, you know what sauce beats uh, Chick Fil A sauce? No, don't even tell me. Jack in the Box teriyaki. You're fucking a disgrace. Yurt. I've, no. I've been warned by my dad. My dad never warns me about any like food place, but he warned me about Jack in the Box. What's wrong? Jack, Jack in the Box seems right up your fucking alley. He yeah. was like, yo, you stay away from Jack and Box. That, that, that will... <laughs> you think you're having an asshole problems now. Yeah. yeah. Mike, I... to eat one of those cat tacos. <laughs> Mike, we've man. learned so much about your dad today. He sits yeah. you down for a father-son to lube up your asshole. And then never he's eat Jack just the like, box. That's, that's never eat, eat this box, fast son. food place. I, I wholeheartedly believe that we could write a script for like a really short coverage person, like you know, I don't know, pull one out of a out of a hat and write like ten lines on it and bring your dad in 
<laughs> and it oh, will be yeah. one of the most amazing episodes oh. we will ever <laughs> oh, have. Oh, yeah. Very cryptic. Yes. <laughs> Strange, but addictive. He'll somehow know someone. Like He'll like find a way to like know someone in the script. Oh, dude, yeah, your dad he knows everyone. He always knows someone. <laughs> yeah. like, how the fuck do you know all these people? Like, I mean, I could, he talks to like everyone. <laughs> I'm like the most introverted person. He's like... He talks to like a brick wall for like hours. Yeah. I can't even talk into a microphone. This dude talked to like fucking. He'll talk to my ex girlfriend at the fucking store for like an hour. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking to her? Like, the fuck? I don't even talk to her anymore. He's like, yeah, she's real nice. Like, why don't you get back with her? I'm like, what the fuck? Talk- <laughs> I'm going on a tangent right now. This no, it's, no, it's, it's good. true. It's very true. It's all based in truth. Um, 1836. He stayed home and read Shakespeare and shit his ass. 18. 18- 38. He decides that he's bored of shitting ass at home and wants to go back to Washington to shit his ass. <laughs> the swamp. Cool. Now, he's about to, he, you know, it was his platform instead of drain the swamp, it was fill the swamp. Fill. Oh, good. <laughs> keep, Film keep, the keep, swamp. Just keep it uncorked and we'll yeah. be good. Now, Martin Van Buren wasn't looking too hot at this time. There was a recession in 1837 oh. that had people on edge. See, Andrew Jackson made a law that all government land must be purchased with gold or silver, silver basically telling the people that the, issued, the government-issued currency of the National Bank was worthless, which <laughs> it still is right. today. Right, and I think we covered Thanks, this Andrew. on the episode, which is really fucked because he's on the $20 bill. Oh, yeah. Yes. Why, why would you put a person that's like, you need shiny metal <laughs> on your money? He hated money. <laughs> <laughs> he did. And you know what? Maybe he had a point or two, but also didn't do it the right yeah, way. Yeah, but don't put him on the bill. <laughs> we call that irony, Travis. Well, but yeah. now, now, Biden said we're going to get the Tubman bucks. Tubman's going to be on the 20. Oh, the thank tub- yeah. God. W20s? You know what they're going to do? Check this out. <laughs> I fucking know this is going to happen. They're going to they're gonna issue the tubby, <laughs> and then they're going to make cash illegal. No, dude. Yeah. No, they, they're going to make cash illegal the <laughs> next year. They're going to go, everything's <laughs> debit. We need to no, try. No, they you know, can't only. cancel it because I, I want to be able to call it my tubbies. Yeah. Yo, how much for that? How much for that ounce, dog? Eight tubbies. One's tubby 99. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it, I think it goes without saying, if you've been listening to the show, you understand that Harriet Tubman's not the joke here. It's the word tubby. It's the, it's the uh, it's, U.S. It's currency the, system. It's the, yeah, it's the atrocious way that historic figures are, are handled. Oh, yeah, and also yeah. the word tubby. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Travis. Tubby's funny. funny. I'm sure, I, I'm sure makes, everyone called her tubby, yeah, too. It makes everything more pleasant, you know? It's fun. Who doesn't love good? I, dude. Andrew Jackson yeah. sucks. Well, Who the fuck wants that dude on the $20 bill Yeah, anyway? get him off. Get him get off. Him off of yeah, he's well, you loser. know what I mean? People, say, people say it's all about the Benjamins. Now it's going to be like... It's all about having some tubbies, baby. I still want Benjamins. I'm sorry. No, tubbies. I, you want Benjamins. <laughs> Cancel. You just want more want tubbies. I don't want, I want, I'll take tubbies, but I'll take a Benjamin. I, I am, I'm honestly, I'm totally fine. They can put whoever they want on the dollar bill uh, of any. It doesn't matter. It's all a oh, game. Put Mike on the thing. Sorry. Who should be on the new $100 bill? The new $100 bill? Mike. Let's, let's make a $150 bill. Oh, that'd be because sick. Because we don't have that. I need that. that. I always need that. You're yeah. Like, oh, I need 150 bucks. A lot of things are over 100 bucks. Who's on the $50 bill? It was that fucking uh, the general, Grant, right? Grant. Grant. Yeah. Well, he's a, he's a, he was, he's a scumbag, right? No, he wasn't that yeah, bad, he was apparently. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, I'm actually reading. You're a dumbass. I'm reading though. about, no, I, I'm reading about I, Grant. Really? It's kind of hard to make a script about him. Was he a dumbass, though? We just said no for the first time. not. Oh. He was a drunk. Uh, I say we put 
Gary Busey. He's alive. Or Gary Busey. I say we put J. Edgar Hoover and Dre <laughs> on the $150 bill. Yeah. I say Tupac. I don't know. I'd be cooler to have Tupac. I don't want Tupac on my money because because uh, he, he wasn't a nice guy. It's culture. Wrote good songs. It's true. It was kind of, he beat us, he beat us a woman, right? Yeah, he's a woman. He'll beat her. Use the shovel, goddammit. All right, Mike anyway. Um, uh, very unfortunate they died. No, I'm saying yeah. make a script uh, for, for an episode. Uh, I can't. I'm not roasting Tupac. I like Tupac's music. So what? I like, all, it's like, ODB. I like half of the people that I fucking yeah, I love I'm like Louis scared Armstrong. like Wu-Tang is going to like come and like assassinate me someday. You have been afraid. I'm very afraid of getting attacked by the Wu-Tang oh, clan. Jesus. All right, we're, on tang- we're going on a real tangent now. So people started to withdraw their money from the banks. Uh... All their holdings in gold and silver, deflating the dollar to almost nothing. Kind of like Bitcoin and Doge today. Kind of like that. Martin Van Buren did not intervene with this uh, heinous government usage of of money, and people lost faith in him. Okay? Now, this is great for the Whigs who just got their shit together in 1839. They made a real big plan to control the executive branch. Three Whigs, Henry Clay... William Henry Harrison, and Winfield Scott <laughs> all announced their bid for the big contest. Remember the big contest? Oh, yeah. oh. Big contest. What do you you get to ring Saints. the Liberty. The you get to win the, ring the Liberty Bell, even though it's broken. Uh, excuse me. You find out aliens are real. Yeah. You get to Jimmy Carter all the way. Dude, I, I like Jimmy Carter, but I wish he didn't bitch out on the alien stuff. Yeah, he did. Yeah, what, a, what a fucking pussy. Yeah. Um... <laughs> William Henry Harrison eventually got elected by his party to represent the Whigs uh, for the big contest, but without, not without doing a little knee bending. So William Henry Harrison, even though he was friends with John Tyler, he hated slavery openly, and some of the Whigs were really into it. Remember how I said the party didn't make sense? Yeah, it doesn't make yeah. sense to me. So they were like, yeah, you know, that's like a real keynote factor there. Like, what is your party into? Well, some of us like slavery. And some Ooh. of us don't like slavery. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's a good line to draw. Yeah. Nowadays, it's so, easy. If you don't like slavery and racism, you color your hair. Yeah. Like me. Yeah. And if you like it, you drive a Dodge Ram, Ram. 2500. <laughs> yeah. And you... With a... Uh, you have the, uh, the American flag with the Declaration of Independence in your back yep. window. And the Blue Lives Matter flag. With a line going through... Yeah, dude, you got that line going through. Nothing political about that. Yeah. Just, just fine. Stop just pushing fine. your opinions on me while I'm driving, you motherfucker. <laughs> God, I hate that shit. Like, I just want to look at a funny bumper sticker for once in my fucking life on Long Island. I can't oh, find I just, one. You know what I haven't I just, seen? You know what I haven't seen, which I'd really like to see, is the blue fl- the, the the flag with the blue line, but it's like peeled a little bit. Peeled? No, it's like split in the middle, and the blue line is coming out like a peepee, <laughs> and then. And then it's just peeing all over a BLM stick. You know, oh, like, like a Calvin Calvin. Hobbs, but like, oh, I just, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I, like, that's when I go, oh, we've gone insane. I just stickered, I, I, we will I see just that. stickered up my new car. I put C uh, a Space Cowboy on the back window. Oh, oh that's cool. That's cool. And I then like I also put a big titty goth or like a big titty anime chick on my mud flat. Well, that's what I want to see. Yeah. I don't want to see some fucking patriotic shit that doesn't like doesn't even relate well, to this time period. I mean, I'm anymore. patriotic to ca- both of those things. Cowboy Bebop and fake anime tits. Yeah. I want to see uh 
truck nuts more. I don't. That's, <laughs> that's a lost art, I it think. Is. It is a lost art. That's a good way of phrasing it. Um, so William <laughs> Henry Harrison eventually, uh, like I said, he gets the bid, but he tries to bridge the gap between the party, uh, and he wants someone who had slaves but talked out of his the other side of his mouth to smooth out the whole topic. So there we go. Unspoken truths, lizard people. That's how you get John. Third eyelid. Okay. Now it's time to run. And what do you need to run? You need a real catchy slogan. Shoes. Travis, will you? Tippy Canoe and Tyler too. That's right. Which Tippy I, Canoe and Tyler which I too. sometimes just one. yell randomly when I'm drunk. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> you have yelled that. Um, now, hold on. Let's examine this. Imagine your qualifier for a high government electoral run position. Um, the qualifier for that is the word two. Yeah. As so here's the guy you're voting for, and I'm here too. Yeah, well, it wouldn't sound as good as if it was Tippy Canoe and yeah. Tyler as well. Yeah, that's true. But also, it says a lot to the assumed position is John Tyler. Anyone yeah. could do it. Like, you can fit anyone's name into that slogan. It's like, happy birthday. Okay? Yeah. Tippy Canoe and Mike Regan too. Yeah, Elon Musk vote, and Bill Gates me, too. Please. Yeah. Bill Gates, Jeff Epstein Island, you two. <laughs> you <No>. two. <laughs> you two the band. Yeah. You two the band. Yeah, Terrible. tip a canoe and you two too. Either way, I just think that's very funny that um it's truly how we looked at this guy um at the time. When I say we, I mean them. I wasn't there. How people looked at him was, oh, he's here. Well, you don't see Guns N' Roses for Buckethead. You see yeah. it for Axl Rose. True. Y- you know that's why Buckethead has his own spin-off. And that shit rhymed too. Back then this I feel like everything was very bland. Yeah, it was, every, very, it was very hard to rhyme. They didn't understand yeah. what rhyming was. They didn't have dope beats to rhyme over. Yeah. If you could rhyme back then, I'm sure that slogan made someone an entire lifetime's worth of, of gold and silver. Probably. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised. Worth noting about campaigning. Now the campaign trail was a plus for every government elect job except for the job of presidential bids for the big contest. The idea that the campaign for president was such a high position that it would seem desperate to go out and campaign. Now, I 100% agree with this. Yeah. If you're running for president, don't fucking tell me why you're running for president. I should fucking know already. Yeah. But what if you're the underdog? If you're the underdog, then you better get campaigning. So this is what happened. Martin Van Buren, he knows he's in hot fucking water, but he does not want to give up that sweet seat, okay? So he starts touring and giving speeches and sucking off voters, and uh, you know, behind dumpsters. Wow. At, at Jack in the Box. Um, uh. So William Henry Harris and the old uh, John Tyler Thomas, they step up their game and they did the same. They were like, you know what? If he's campaigning, we're going to start campaigning. So this started campaigning for presidents in general across the board. Wow. Really? Yes. Wow. Oh, so we have these fucking assholes to thank for that. Yeah, the I same guy just, who's I, like, I, let's... I, I, and I'm sure this was the same thing back in the day with these guys, with Tippy Canoe and Tyler, too. These assholes come into, like, some local town. They're like, oh, yeah, I've heard I heard so many so many stories. Uh, your, your, your husband was a veteran, and he lost both of them. Oh, I care so much. They don't give a shit. About you. your vote. Yeah, it's fun. It, uh, if you don't know that, then turn off the show. So, um, John made this work for him. You see, he was somewhat of a natural 
the roof is on fire style speech giver. The roof is um, on fire. Keep in mind, the Whigs were strictly anti-Jackson, so there was no real talking points for them. It was just like, we want small government, kind of. <laughs> and the Whigs were like really good at campaigning because there were so many of them doing it. They were so disorganized that when they finally decided to organize, they, they got it together and they began romanticizing old Tippecanoe's heroic war stories and made up these whole rag to riches stories for both William Henry Harris and John Tyler, which was very untrue as both of them came from some of America's wealthiest families. But that doesn't matter. No, yeah. there's politics, mm. dog. Yeah, right. They it's kept all made up. They kept telling them that the, the people, oh, they're like, oh, uh, we're, we're doing a tour. We're going to show up and we're going to uh, we're going to tell you about how Harrison Grew up in a log cabin. What a status. So oh. the party basically threw ragers in log cabins, oh, specifically vibes. across the nation, uh, you know, across up and down at this yeah. point, really. Let's be realistic. Uh, with free alcohol for anyone who attended. Oh. I, okay, that's that's great. I'm going. I want free yep. log cabin syrup. So I can use right. a lubricant. It's not a lubricant. Right. It might be, Cody. It might be. It's not. Because I use it. Cody, grow up. Yeah. It might be. And we all know that a good war story, a war story, a good war story with some free booze is a pretty, pretty, oh God, Zwick leaves that in, but I messed it up. I'm taking it again. Uh, we all know that a war story co- coupled with free booze is a pretty easy, e- tongue twister, pretty easy voter. God, I ruined the whole charm of that sentence. It looks so good. Yeah, on wow. Paper. Fucked it. But you know what I'm saying? I could get you to do anything if I liquor you up and and gain your trust by saying I fought for you. Tom, you do that to me all the time. You're like, let's fucking buy an iwi. Let's fucking do this. And I'm always too drunk. Like, oh, look, uh, this band that I've been touring with is in town. Why don't you pull your penis out and scream and yell? Yeah, Uh, Scream into their assholes for them. Yeah, well, you know what? You're a good politician, Tom. I sure am. I can't wait to run one day. Maybe we should be like last podcast on the left, and one of us could try to run for a, a office and fail. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, maybe Let's I'll do it. Mike for do fun. it. Maybe I'll just try to. Maybe I'd, I'll just try to president. beat Kissel. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Yeah. Beat. The beat Kissel campaign. Beat. Get, get, like. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get more votes than Ben Kissel. Yeah, I don't even want to win. A, he's a nice man, but I gotta beat him in politics. Yeah, we, you know, I could put the niceness aside. It's time to destroy him. Dude, he's been Political. on the news. He's an inside man. Really? Yeah, he's a fucking... Yeah, he's been on, like, Fox News. He's like it's a very newscaster. Strange. I yeah. know that. He's like a, a Democratic pundit for Fox or something. It's, like, weird. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know much about that guy's personal career or whatever the hell he's doing. Anyway, so they chose log cabins because, as I mentioned, they uh, claimed that Harrison grew up in one and could better identify with those living ah. in them. Bullshit. So they also, uh, they also, I mean, they beat out Lincoln because Lincoln's whole thing was that he grew up in a log cabin, which he did, but that was like his campaign platform. I honestly think that, um, I honestly think that that was everyone's campaign right. platform, but Lincoln had to lean on it heavier because he was actually poor. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So I, mean, uh, I feel like that's, you know, uh, nowadays people do that shit the same, you know, like uh, Biden, when he was campaigning, is like, my dad was a postmaster general in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And like, oh, look how blue collar I am. Yeah, no, it goes a you long know? way. 
I mean, the yeah. country is full of people like that. Yeah. I mean, when you can identify with that, yeah. you, yeah. Anyway, booze. Let's talk booze. Yay. Uh, now, this term was not invented, but popularized, popularized during this campaign. Wait, booze? Booze, booze. for liquor. Really? Booze distiller, EC Booze, took advantage of these log cabin political events and sold bottles of whiskey shaped like log cabins, calling them old cabin whiskey to catch the whole William Henry Harris hype. Adorable. Wow, that's really cool. So every time you say, like, I'm a booze hound, which is most times I go for a job interview. Right, right, right. (laughs) I now I know where it comes from. I can hit it up with a little history. Look, you're judging me that I'm a booze hound, but guess what, dog? I know where it comes from. That's exactly where you thought it comes from. I do history. I didn't think it came from Mr. Tippy Canoe and Tyler, too. Well, you learn something new every day, especially here on Roast Mortem, so you learn more on Thursdays. Okay? Um, Wednesday is the day before... I have no idea why I just said Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't. I just had a... I had a fart there, guys. Brain fart. Keep it in, Zwick. We're having fun tonight. Uh. So the Whigs made... (laughs) The Whigs on Wednesday. The Whigs made campaigning a family event, inviting everyone by. Um, beforehand, it was all men who would show up and other men would s- do talks at them. But this, they were turning around. They were like, bring the whole family. Yeah, sure, none of them the can vote, but let's kids. get them involved. Yeah. Let me shake your kid's hands. Yeah, let me shake that kid's hand. Let me see if he's a real kid, you kid's fucking hand. imposter. The more baby's hands you shake, the more you blow. That's the more likable you get, the more baby hands you get on record. Hmm. So oh. all while this shit is happening... Tyler was slowly being forced out of the inner circles of the Whig party as Henry Clay was growing jealous of the attention and talking mad shit about his old friend John Uh-oh. Tyler behind his back. Ah, shut up, human Clay, you dick. Hey, pile of garbage. Well, as you know, the big contest time comes. Ooh. Big time. And William Henry Harrison's ticket sweeps the floor with 234 electoral votes. Martin Van Buren with a puny little disgusting 60 votes. Oh, baby pee Oh, booze. Well, yeah, everyone saw that. Very micro penis of him. It was an embarrassment. Where's Clay? Okay. Well, Clay is, he, was, he wasn't chose to run as the Whig representative. Oh, uh, okay. He, he got out in the primary. Oh, all right. So he's out, dog. Yeah, or the equivalent of the primaries. I don't think it was called the primaries because it wasn't a national event like that. Uh, the Whigs were doing great. They really... They really came to their own here. Uh, they gained the majority of the Senate and the House, and now they had the executive branch. Gee. So that's pretty uh, pretty great if you're trying to get anything done. Fortunately, nothing gets done. As they always do. Right. At this time, the vice president didn't have any responsibilities on paper. So John went back home and started doing plantation ownership without giving a care in the world about what was happening. Okay? Yeah. Until this point. No exaggeration here. A vice president could best be thought of as a spare tire. <laughs> that must have been fucking lit. Yeah. Just to like hang out and just be like, yeah, I'm kind of the president, but I'm going to do all this bullshit. Yeah. So whenever I see that name vice president, I go, what are they doing? You're not busy. <laughs> you're taking photos somewhere looking busy. Dude, yeah, they, right? even, they couldn't even take photos back then. I mean, it yeah. took like it a few photos. Took like one, yeah, like a really still photo. Like, yeah, yeah. But you get to pose for this one. Yeah, for forty six wow. minutes. Yeah. Thursday, you, March fourth, eighteen forty one. William Henry Harris at his 
uh, was inaugurated and went on to give a long-winded speech that ended up killing him. What the fuck? Now, this is a lesson in wrapping it up, which I will try to do okay. with you. <laughs> <laughs> William Henry Harrison. He is the oldest elected president at the time, only uh, only beaten out by Ronald Reagan. So I think he is 68. And Trump. Oh, almost 69. Which oh, means well. He should live forever. Yeah, something like that. I think, wasn't Reagan older than Trump? No, I think Trump was the oldest president. Oh, okay. Well, at the time, he got everyone beat. Well, no, uh, Bi- Biden is the oldest president now. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Him? He's? You mean the old spare tire <laughs> yeah, old shit. spare time. Oh, wow, we elected him. Well, dude, he's, I mean, he's the lesser than both evils, I guess. I mean, maybe not. Who knows? I don't I, know about their politics anymore. We should have elected Vermin Supreme. We should have got someone else. Uh, Just anyone else, really. She got me. Just anyone else. It's fine. All right, let's continue. Um, so, a lesson in wrapping it up. He gives a, a speech that uh, approaches almost two hours of conversation to people. So, this is a man talking with very little. Political points that he's trying to drive through. He's just trying to get power. Yeah. And he's talking for two hours. It is March 4th. It is freezing out this day. It is raining. He decides to not wear not only no mitten, not only no hat, but no jacket. He's savage. What savage. an idiot. That's not a savage. Uh, a dumbass, savage. dude. Total dumbass. So Total a week and, later. And also, and also he, like, like, why is he doing that? There's no cameras running on him. He's just uh, talking to the fucking wind. Yeah, and no one can hear him anyway. So yeah. this is two hours of just unadulterated moronic behavior that killed the president. Uh, a week later, he comes down with the flu-like symptoms, and three weeks after that, April 4th, William Harry- Henry Harris died. Pro- I think it was a l- pneumonia of the lower lobes. Uh, now, oh. a messenger was sent to JT's house as quickly as possible. Rumor has it that JP was no fool and kind of saw this coming. Um, over the course of those three weeks, I think the doctor was like, this guy's not getting better. So it was kind of internal, but they were like, get ready, guys. So JT left his sick wife at home. Uh, he left her with eight kids and, you know, almost no help. Just 30-something slaves to help with the kids. Um, wow, nothing, nothing. Right. Really. Sorry. So this is the cornerstone of Tyler's greatest life achievement which is becoming president, not what he did as president. His legacy pretty much stops with he did it. He went from spare tire to Dale Earnhardt in the blink of an eye. Tom, I mean, you, I'm sure, I don't know about you guys, but Tom, you've toured the country, right? Yes. I'm sure you have had to use a spare tire before. Yes. They are very important. They are. They are. Mm-hmm. Very important. You're, you're, you're kind of selling the spare tire a little short. Yeah, but for 90% of the cases in which spare tires are used, you want to replace them as soon With as possible. With a not spare tire. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. You, do, you shouldn't ride on a donut. I see a lot of morons yeah, driving on the road with donuts. That's sketchy as fuck. Donuts are meant to have your penis surround the That's hole. That's very true. So this was the first time America took a look at Article 2, Section 1, Clause 6 of the Constitutional regarding succession of presidency. So before this, people had no idea what to do with the actual vice president. Is he just sitting there? Is he going to hang out? And is he going to be a conduit between uh, uh, foreign relations? 
He's he's not actually going to be the president, is he? A lot of yeah. people thought he wasn't going to be the president. Can't have that. So he arrives. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Tyler he runs down in D.C. Big cock swinging attitude, not Whoa. expected by anyone in Congress. Oh damn! Or the cabinet, you know, for that matter. Before you wrap it up, I have a little insight on uh, Tippy Canoe uh, breaking Benjamin Tyler. Uh, what's his name? Uh, breaking Benjamin. Breaking Benjamin. Great. Yeah. Uh, so when he when he went up against Tecumseh, apparently there was a curse said that one of the um, natives put on the American government. Uh, the American that, president, specifically. Yeah, the American president. Wow. And that was that presidents that were, I think it was every 40 years or something. 20 years. President, 20 years. Every 20 years, a president, uh, that president would die in office. And it was unbroken until after Kennedy. I don't know. Reagan was shot, apparently. And Spookums. I don't know. It's a big curse. But Reagan is too crafty for those Native Americans. My yep. God, he's got that Hollywood insight, that John Spry. Wayne insight, how to avoid being scalped. Yeah. So Tyler's filling in from the engine curse. Right. Thank you for bringing that up. I totally forgot to write that down. So William Henry Harris's cabinet wanted JT to stay the vice president and act on behalf of William Henry Harris's agenda. JT was like, shut up, furniture. This is my <laughs> job now. <laughs> I like did. Joke? I do. It's a good joke. It's good for, it's good for, uh, Hello food. Good, good for the Bob Vila type. What the fuck is Bob yeah, Vila? Cars love us. People want to suck our dicks. So JT swore in in front of the cabinet and then later in Congress, making a big point of it. Uh, I believe he also swore in in front of a few other people before any of this in a hotel room he had rented. Oh, damn. Um, he did not. Motel 8. That's good. Uh, mm. He did not follow the laid out agenda that, of his predecessor. In fact, when the Whig tried to push forward some kind of pro-bank legislation about national banks, JT vetoed it resulting in him eventually being kicked out of his own party. Damn. Uh, he was not well-liked. He went in there. Uh, he, w he had a lot of attitude. People didn't like the attitude. And he also didn't have much say. He didn't have much to say. He was just like, shut up and listen to me. And they were like, well, could you sign this? He'd be like, shut up and listen to me. I'm the president. And this is why he's known as the president yeah. without a party or his accidency. That's wacky as shit. Yeah, I... I I love that, his accidency. Yes, it is a fun one, right? So JT was adamant about people calling him the president. He wouldn't open letters unless they were addressed to him as president of the United <laughs> States. So imagine that one. Dear John, happy birthday. No, fuck you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Dear president of the United States, happy birthday. Fuck you. All out. Eventually, his sick wife, Letitia, joined him in the White House, where she decided it would be a great place to die of old-timey illness. Nice. So she died. Did she get bit by an old rattlesnake? Yeah. Possibly. One of those. Uh, let's just say yes. As historians, we will say yes. We, that happened. Being the president. That's true. Yes. Well, as historians, yep. we say yes. Oh, this is going to backfire. For some reason, someone's going to find this episode. <laughs> oh. Being the president, John Tyler was like, let's keep this going. All right? Let's keep the vibes. So he married high. a 30-year younger Julia Gardner, heir to one of New York's richest families, and had more than Get and had in! seven kids with her. Seven oh, kids. Oh, no. 
Leave those oh, kids at home. Dude, he really wore his wives out. That was his fucking shtick. He's like, I am going to... I am... going to ruin that womb. I am a, a trust fund baby from San Love. Francisco, and you are my first bungee cord. To every woman he met. Wow! I'm just saying, this guy had a fucking Coke can dick. Yeah, he must have had a very... Uh, Disgusting penis. I'm, all, I'm almost seeing like <laughs> the curvature of like a hummingbird's bill, you know, because it's got to be moving about that fast. I feel like it's like a yeah. hook. He does it like from the side. He's like a hook motion going on, hooking in the most. Yeah, like, yeah. A, like a cat's penis. Kind of like how like a like a a bird goes in for some water. Like a bird's. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, that's how. Is that a good image? I don't know. That's how. See, my of, my penis. Fifteen of America's my, best children were made. Uh, my penis is more like a pelican's bill. It collects stuff. <laughs> Mine's non-existent. And spits it out. <laughs> yes, I'm very smooth, like a Ken doll down there. Wow, that's very. Oh, look at you. Please stop talking again for a little bit. All right. Um, <laughs> Tyler was big on Western expansion and manifest destiny, even though the Whigs were not, you know, to each their own. Those poor natives. Just think about that. Mike, that's what you like. Your manifest destiny. I think you just got to vision your destiny. Yeah. But the whole, the whole <laughs> trick to that is you got to like kind of do it too. Kind of just do it. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Just kind of just like kill it. everyone in your way. Just do it. Yeah. You got That's the American way. Um, one thing that he is known for is the annexation of Texas. Uh, he added that to his agenda. You see, uh, Texas, we've mentioned before, it was on its own at this time. It was the Republic of Texas. Lone Star. And check this shit out. As far as we could tell, the reason he wanted to annex Texas and make it a state was because they didn't have slaves. So his thought process was to bring them into the states and legalize slavery there to normalize it in the region. Oh, great. Yeah, how gross is that? Very one? gross of him. Yeah, that was like that's one of the whole main reasons for the Civil War was there was like, we're going to add new states, but they got to have slavery. Yeah. No, they don't have to have slavery. So he's part of the weenies. They were like, they got to have slavery. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right. So um, there was an annexation treaty that was made. Uh, it was pushed through. It didn't make it official. But it was laying out all the groundwork. So I guess it's the first part of the treaty or whatever. You know, continuing talks. Uh, right after the treaty was signed, JT took him and uh, his, his new cabinet, along with 400 people, out for a celebratory lot ride on the newly built USS Princeton. She Now, the captain of the Princeton decided that he should show off and fire the new peacemaker. Now, this Ooh, was America's largest yeah. gun, okay? Oh. He was like, let's just shoot this fucker off as a celebratory, we sick. might get Texas kind of thing. I, I don't understand. Uh, so they're firing off. Everyone's going, yeah, fucking loud. <laughs> right? So they're winding it down, and, and the crowd's like, one more loud. Right, so right. they go, <laughs> he goes, all right, one last time. Let's do it. Boom. Fires the gun. The gun backfires. Oh. It kills a whole bunch of people who are hanging out on the deck. <laughs> a whole bunch of them are instantly killed. JT is actually uh, down inside the boat now listening to his son-in-law sing a ditty. I'm not making that up. Oh, That's why there? he wasn't there. He was listening to his son-in-law sing a ditty. <laughs> what's, what's a ditty? 
Uh, it's My, Mike, Mike, can you do a little ditty for us? It's like a poem. Sure. A ditty, a ditty is like just uh, you know Yankee Doodle. Oh, but no one knows it. Roast mortem cast. We're here tonight, learning about history. Everything's all right. That's a poem, not a ditty. Yeah, no, it's good. Cody, it's Travis, cool. Mike, Tom. This is a scary sight. Yeah. Now put a little swing in there, Mike. Swing beat. Not li- like you know. Cody, Travis, and Mike, and Tom. <laughs> That's on a roast mortem tonight. He's, he's got a ditty. Hey, ditty yeah, approved. it's white people. It's white people. Oh yeah, oh, ditty it's, it's, is white people rapping. Yeah, so it's just cringe. Is what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, that's what you would yeah. call it. Us, oh. we would call it uh, hits. So <laughs> now a lot Ditties. of people died instantly, as I said. So JT's hopes for running for president again quickly died, Oops. along with those few people that just got murdered for the sake of one more loud. Now Tyler did successfully annex. Texas, but within three days of leaving office, and he decided not to run again, but endorse James Polk since he was in hot water. Ooh! After his time in office, he hung around his Virginia plantation, Walnut Grove. Uh, Henry Clay had referred to this plantation as JT's Sherwood Ooh. Forest, which is a bad insult because I don't think Robin Hood had slaves. <laughs> Tyler, yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't. Tyler actually liked it and rebranded his plantation as Sherwood Forest, which it is still called today. Well, and also, Robin Hood steals from the rich and gives to the poor. Uh, JT is just rich. Right. And uses slaves. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Now, as the civil... Oh, I missed one bit. So, he's back home. Remember how he went all anti, anti-Jackson for a while? Yeah. Um, Wig boy. And I said how the all of his neighbors from Virginia didn't like that. They were like, eh, no, man, because they liked him. So basically, when he came back, um, his neighbors, as a mockery of him, granted him, they made a, a government position and gave it to him without him running for it, called the Overseer of Roads. Oh, fancy. Right. I like now, I remember how he rejected the federal help to build roads. Yeah. Right. So check this out. The neighbors make this bad joke, and they go, here's the overseer roads. Ha ha, you stupid president. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, this backfired because he, since he was technically an official again, he was able to contract and tax them of their slave time to actually have their, their slaves build the roads. Oh. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, like he just fucked you them. Yeah. He, yeah, it was a big fuck you. And, you know, the slaves were like, they, I'm sure they couldn't give a shit either way because their lives were terrible. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he took away their resources to make money for a few weeks while they made roads. And they were all, uh, I wish we didn't make you the overseer of roads. As the Civil War approached, Tyler did everything he could to make sure that Virginia succeeded with the rest of them, if you know what I mean. Seceded, not succeeded. Ah. Seceded. And succeeded, you know, the more you break away from the government, the more you blow. That's right. Now, he added a committee that negotiated terms for Virginia's entry into the Confederate States of America and helped set a pay rate for the military members who fought for the Confederacy. You know, like them or not, they still need to get paid. It's true. He was given a seat in Confederate Congress. And in November 
1861, he was elected to the Confederate House of Representatives. Now, someone asked me how he did it. How this fucking dick died. All right. I'm so glad you asked. January 1862, JT started getting the chills and vomiting and other gross shit. Remember, this guy, he wasn't healthy. Right. Travis, you remember, he wasn't healthy at all to begin with. So this is kind of like, you know, him shitting his pants. Everyone knew they shit his pants and like spit up porridge every day. So it was like (laughs) not that alarming. But he was in Washington and he decided, oh, I'm not feeling good. I better head back to the Sherwood Forest. (laughs) And um, for a couple days, he was going to head back. And he was in Washington. Excuse me. He was... um, Fuck, where was the Confederate headquarters? Was it Fredericksburg, Virginia? Virginia, yeah, yeah, Fred- I think so, yeah. So he's down there. Uh, that could be wrong. That might be the one piece of misinformation that slips through. I think anyway, I thought it was uh, Mississippi. You just, you're just kind of no. mean, aren't you? I'm pretty tired. Yeah. Um, a couple days before his trek back, he started doing gross, weird stuff in bed and... His wife, Julia, was like, uh, going to call the doc now. Uh, stop pooping on me during sex, please. Thank you. Yeah, please. I've, uh, uh, it was it was Richmond. It was Richmond, Virginia. Stop scatting on me, Richmond. please. So I guess he was going from Richmond, and he was going to head back to his home, which was close to Richmond. Um, yeah. I know he wasn't home when he died. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, January 18th, 1862. He dies, probably because of a stroke. Uh, the doctor's like, oh, I hope you don't die. And he's just like, I'm probably going to yeah. die right now. And then he did. Um, I like calling this. the shots like that. Right. So quick postmortem on this gentleman. He's the only U.S. president to die as a Confederate and the only one to be buried in a Confederate flag. Ooh. Really? Yeah. So he rocked the Confederacy really hard. Like a lot of he, older people do in their later end of their life. You know, they just like. He oh, went all okay. Dukes of Hazzard mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was a real, he was a real Skinnerd fan. Yes. Guys, I've talked enough. Why don't you guys wrap up the episode? Uh, yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> Steven Tyler, great uh, singer, Aerosmith. I see this has backfired. <laughs> hey, uh, so let, yeah, me, yeah. let us know what yeah. you think about this dickhead on social media. What's your favorite president? Probably no. not this guy. You Ooh. can check us out at roastmortemcast.com where you can see all the broken links. You could get merch, <laughs> maybe. I haven't looked at that in a while. I haven't got a hat yet, you Did fucks. you buy one? You gotta buy one, you stupid I gotta stupid buy a hat, idiot. are you kidding me? Well, who else is gonna buy it? How much is I'm not hat? gonna buy you a hat. You're the money, man. How much is the hat? Uh, I don't even like know. Like 20 that's, bucks, I uh, think. That's a pl- I was trying to plug your hat. Oh, it's it's yeah. the low, low price of whatever's on the website right now. Yeah. You could go follow us on Instagram. You could go follow us on Twitter. You could go follow us on Facebook, even though we don't really reply on Facebook. You follow all our social media. You follow you me on Venmo. What, yeah, you could see what, how, how many teeth Mike lose. yeah, see, yeah. loses at SmoothBraden420 yes. on Twitter. Patreon.com slash RoastMortemCast. Give us your hard-earned ducats there. We'll do something fun with them. We'll keep them away from Mike. I was going to give you some financial reports this week, but um, I left the report at home. Are you going to withhold them? I think that's illegal. Yeah. You uh, go to jail for that shit. I I finally got my lav mic from Sweetwater. 
I've been waiting for it for months. Thank you, Sweetwater, for saying that it was available and uh, taking months to deliver it to me. But it's available. I'm planning on doing a review of Spencer's at Spencer's. Hey, wherever I can find a Spencer's. Can you do it with a GoPro attached, please? That's what I'm going to do, dog. That'd I just be, needed a microphone. Sick. I'm going to show you all the Why So Serious shirts that you should buy. Ooh. And the Ricker, Richard and Morty shirts. <laughs> you know, the best part is he turns wow. into a pickle. Yeah, yeah. That's really funny. That always gets the funniest me. Funniest damn thing I ever it's saw. so always funny. Gets me. Speaking of comic genius, uh, continue listening to us. Okay, with that, good night, everyone. Thank please you, Shane. Good night. Thank you, sure. We need halal food.